Broadcasting from America's finest city, beautiful San Diego, California. It's your number one source for hip-hop and self-help, Poe Politicking. Give it up for the host with the most. He's a lean, mean fighting machine, rich homie Poe. What up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Tamara Bubble from Brooklyn, New York. And you're now tuned in to the one and only Pope Politicking Show. You know what it is. Keep it locked. Bubble on deck. Yeah.
Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes, subscribe, comment to this interview. I'm now politicking with the lovely Tamara Bubble. How you doing? Hey, hey, Bubble on deck. How are you, Poe? I'm doing great. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. I, I, wanted, I want you to talk about some of the personal development, self-help things you do, like read books, like whatever you do. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I, I think the most important thing as far as doing music is, is kind of the, your mindset um, going into it. Um, so I definitely read books, self-help, like articles and stuff, but I'm more so trying to learn the, the game of it. Like I already enjoy the creative process. I'm always um, writing songs and making new music. So my goal is to figure out how to reach the people that are going to enjoy it, um, um, reach the people that don't know me yet. Um, the ones that support me and love me, that's cool. But I'm always trying to reach the people that don't know me yet. So I'm always like just learning and studying the game. Like I'm never um, too, um, like feel like I'm already somewhere where I, I don't need to learn anything. I'm always trying to learn. Um, and then also just the mindset of, of knowing that it takes time. I think um, when you come in the game, you, you automatically feel like, Oh, I'm I'm the best thing popping. It's supposed to happen right now. I want it now or else. You kind of put time limits on yourself. Um, and for me, it's more so conditioning myself, um, knowing that I have what it takes just to keep working at it. And like each day, making sure I reach new people, meet new people, and then just have the mindset to handle like the negativity, the positivity, like be able to take the good with the bad um, and just to keep pushing forward. And then that's, that kind of sounds like uh, the law of attraction a little bit. Dope, dope, dope. I, I have not read that, but... but. No, not, not, not necessarily um, the book. A Law of Attraction is just, like, uh, your thoughts become things. So, like, whatever you think about is what you attract your life. Like, basically, your life is your thoughts, accumulation of your thoughts. So, that kind of sounds like what you're oh, saying. okay. Yeah, it kind of cool, sounds cool, like cool. what you're saying. All right. So, I want you to talk about your background in music. Tell us, like, how long you've been involved, you know, and what got mm -hmm. you started. Um, so I, I, I have a gospel background. Church is definitely my initial connection to music. I grew up singing in church. Um, I've been singing all my life since I was old enough to even speak, I think. I've been on a choir. Um, but I was always mad shy. Like, I never even thought I would be doing music for a career, ever. Like, that was just the last thing on my mind that I thought I would be doing. Um, I think maybe like six, seven years ago, I went to a photo shoot. I was actually pursuing modeling and acting first. Um, um, also, I'm from Brooklyn. I should say that. Shout out to BK. Um, but I was pursuing acting and modeling first. They introduced me at a photo shoot to this producer. He was like, yo, I heard you could sing. Let me hear something. And I sung him a church song. And he's like... What song um, you sung? I sung I'm Free. Most people don't know that song. Oh, uh, okay. Have you heard of that song? No. I should sing a little. Go, go, you give like a little bit. Give a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free. I'm no longer bound. There's no more chains holding me. My soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. I didn't know you had it like that. <laughs> like I actually do know that song now that you sang it, but okay. yeah, I didn't know you had it like that. You need to be on the R&B tip too. Where? Yeah, I do sing. Like a lot of people don't know that because I guess because I've been focused on rap so much. But I, it's because my fans like the rap. Uh, but but yeah, so at the um 
at the photo shoot, he was like, yo, you could sing, but do you write? And I looked at him and I said, I do now. Oh. And I went home after the photo shoot. I wrote like 10 songs in two hours. I was so hooked because he was initially wanting me to reference tracks so he could pitch it to Jasmine Sullivan. And I loved hers. So I was like, yo, yeah, I, I write now. So I went home and wrote it. But then when I wrote this stuff and like I like was so connected to the lyrics, I didn't want to reference them. I wanted to you know, do music and I've been doing it ever since. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that's how I got started. So who are some of your influences? Man, um, let me see. Where do I begin? Um, I scat. I'll, I'll start with jazz. I scat because of Ella Fitzgerald. Like I found her on YouTube and I would sit there for hours and just watch her. Like her voice was such a beautiful instrument, how she was not even saying words. And it was still so much beautiful music. Um, so Ella Fitzgerald is, is the reason why I, I love jazz. Um, Biggie is probably hands down the reason why I take lyrics so seriously and why I want to be just like the dopest rapper ever. <laughs> um, before him, I was mad shallow. And with him, I didn't think he looked good. And I, I was so shallow, I would say, like, if the beat was good and the rapper looked good, that they could rap. And so with him, I didn't think he looked good. So that made me, like, focus on the lyrics. Because I would be battling people like, yo, why do you think he, he dope? He don't even look good. Like, that was my, my shallow argument. So I would go listen to him, and then he was so dope. Like, that made me just, like, want to actually be lyrical. Uh-huh. <laughs> but as far as, like, entertaining and pop, um, Michael Jackson, hands down, is, like, his Bad album is my favorite album ever. I still have not heard a better album than Bad. Um, uh, let me see who else. Like all of the uh, gospel and R&B groups, I listen to all. Like I love, love, love harmonies, and I try to throw it in songs that it don't belong in. So like SWV, Brownstone, Take Six, One Twelve, um, Seven O Two, uh, In Vogue. You name it, I Jodeci, all of them. Like if from the '90s, those harmony groups, I I listen to all of them, male and female. So that, those are like some of my main influences. Hmm. And then I know I seen you on YouTube, so I want you to talk about your YouTube channel. Seems like uh, I see a lot of promotion and marketing behind it. Yeah, uh, my YouTube channel is uh, definitely has a whole lot of things on it. So I have a podcast that's called Bubble on Deck, and it's just me like showing my fans, I guess, another side of me because. I'm always, like, I'm so focused on the music, I rarely show, like, you know, what I'm doing when I'm not doing music, which, that's a rare occasion <laughs> in and of itself, but I'm I'm really just, like, a really bubbly person, I'm usually in a good mood most of the time, unless you get on my bad side, then you see another side of the bubble, but, so my, um, my YouTube channel has those episodes on it, then also has my, like, music videos, and um, interviews, live performances, all that stuff, um, just kind of all bundled together. So you were saying like earlier in your life you were shy. So when did you go from shy to being bubbly? I um I don't know. I think I'm still. I, I guess I shouldn't say shy. I should say quiet. I'm always like just observing. I listen more than I speak. But then when I do run my mouth, I <laughs> I tend to run it. But I was uh, I guess in church because like I was singing in the background and then I my I guess I was singing so loud that they noticed that I probably should be leading. And so then I started to lead songs. Um, I don't know if I was ever shy. I think I was just more so quiet. But then when I when my music, it was like, yo, I can't be quiet. They got to hear what I can do. So it was more of a thing of I got to show people what I have to do. Um, so even like now when I meet new people, for the most part, I'm kind of quiet at first just because I'm trying to feel your personality and your character and if I want to rock with you. But then once I'm comfortable with you, you'll see, you know, you'll see the bubbly side. <laughs> And then you was talking about your EP earlier, so I just want you to talk about some of your projects you're working on. 
Yeah, uh, your favorite rapper is a girl that's out now everywhere. Um, you can download, stream, bootleg. You know, like it's on mixtape sites, it's on streaming sites, it's on iTunes, Amazon. I put it everywhere <sighs> because I just, you know, some people don't download. Um, they don't pay for music, so if you don't get it how you live, I just want you to hear the music and tell somebody about it um, and, and support me in that way. So, um, I in between releases, I do music for film and TV. I've like been really, really. I'm revving that up, and so I'm like building this mega, mega catalog on the low. <laughs> I have so much music. I literally have songs popping my head on the daily, so I'm writing daily. Um, I'm definitely recording at least at a minimum weekly, if not daily. But um, so I'm you have your own studio. Where you record at? I, I I don't, and I travel so much, so I'm like always like you know looking for studios that I can record in. I'm working on getting my own studio, but I move around so much. I really need like a mobile setup. Um, and so I'm working to put that together because I'm, I really be on the road a lot, like promoting and stuff. So. All right. What are some of your interests or hobbies? Um, anything fun. Like I, I, like I said, I like to be in a good mood for the most part because there's so much like bad news and bad things going on. It's, it's not like an escape thing for me, but it's just like, yo, I'd rather be in a good mood because it's so easy to get, um, angry or upset about like things going on in the world or whatever. Um, so any kind of games, board games, card games, like roller coasters, like any type of like legit fun. This is like pure dope, innocent fun. I do some other things that's not innocent, but <laughs> for the most part, anything that's like just general fun or whatever, I, I get into that a lot just because so, so, I love laughing and smiling comedy, comedy shows and all that stuff. I like doing that a lot. So what you do that's not innocent. Um, grown stuff, you know, you know, grown people do, don't do that. Uh, but I, I was going to ask you too, like, uh, I don't know if you heard, but they're saying like, uh, Best Buy is removing their CDs from the, um, selling them and then Target is thinking about removing it. So how do you think about that? Like, I think that's, uh, it seems like everything is going more to streaming and MP and like, uh, you know, Apple music, uh, Spotify, Tadal. what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's more of a wake up call for the labels. Like they've been knew that this was coming down the pipeline i guess it's just it was such a big money maker for them they're not used to only receiving streaming revenue but they they're getting so much money from streaming like i think i saw an article the other day that Sony was it sony or one of the big labels got like 3.8 billion from streaming last year so it's not like they hurting they should have been stopped with the cds but i guess they like getting the 10 you know ten dollars twenty dollars a pop for for album sales over streaming so i i don't know i mean i was cool with streaming years ago yeah i have I, I can't even i can't even remember the last cd i bought really when i'm trying to, i'm trying to think about it i, I don't remember hmm. now i will say i have like okay so i do have cds that i sell even for my like my eps like some of my fans will still buy cds so i sell the deluxe edition to them like it has three additional tracks or whatever and they can buy that off my official website but you know i'm not you know i don't have them at my shows but for the most part, people don't want CDs. So I, I'll give it to my fans that want it, but I'm not going to like force it down their throats. Like, yo, you can only buy a CD. Like, I know, you know, people don't consume music like that no more. So, you know, like I said, that's why I have the EP on mixtape sites, on streaming sites, wherever you get the music. I just want you to hear it at the, uh, at this point, quite frankly. And then for a new uh, for a new artist, anybody trying to like build their brand, what advice would you give them? Man, um... I guess this kind of circles back to the first question you asked me. I would tell them to learn the game because, like, you can do it independently. Um, I have no intention of signing to a label, like, ever. 
Like that's not even on my horizon. And I'm sure as I start to buzz more, they're going to come. But that's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Like work independently, work like there are no labels, work like no label existed. Cause I think that would change most artists like plans and hopes and stuff. Like you wouldn't be like, you know, thirsty to get on the showcase so that a label see you if there were no labels, you know what I'm saying? You would go directly and try to reach the fans first. And I think that's what artists should focus on. Like, reach the people you can reach them directly now like so you know if that's the focus you learn the game you don't you won't get um you know you won't get caught up out here in like a raggedy contract or nothing um and and that just you know let you be available for when a big opportunity does come up yeah i was gonna say so if a label come and they're offering multi-million dollar deal you're not gonna sign I'm gonna say no right now, <laughs> just because I'm heavy I'm on my nose. I'm gonna remember this. I'm gonna play it back. I'm gonna no. send it to you. Like you hear what you were saying back then, right? <laughs> I would bring it, bring it up, bring it up. Like play me the tape when I when I start smiling. Like these labels is hollering, but um, I'm gonna say no because I, I I really stand behind that, and I think that if I push that hard and I show like other artists that it's a way to do it independently. Like there's artists that have done it independently that's still doing it. But I think the more that they see that independence is a norm, they won't be like so hungry after, you know, and especially like female artists. I don't know no female artists like really, you know, pushing this whole indie thing. Like most of the time once they get to a certain level they sign. And so Yeah. I so I was gonna say as an indie artist, how many different streams of revenue do you think is available for them? Cause some of them don't really know how, you know what I'm saying? Like, so is it, how many streams do you think is available? Man, I can't even tell you how many there's. So, I mean, there's definitely live show money. There's features, there's merchandise, there's film and TV. And like, I think a lot of indie artists don't, don't, don't dig into that aspect of it too. Like they don't really think of the film and TV until they get signed to a label. Most of the songs you hear in commercials and stuff be from major artists, but they take indie artists too. So you should be pushing for that too because that's like free exposure for your music. Mm-hmm. So I've been pushing heavy for that, but you got to find what they like. You got to give them the music that they need for that, and you can't feel like oh that that um jeopardizes like how you're how you're being creative. Like a lot of people think the songs in film and TV for the most part are cheesy, especially the ones in commercials. Like it sounds really happy or whatever, but you you make music. That your fans like, or else you wouldn't have any fans. So you right. need to make music that the ad executives like, so you can get in them, them ads. Um, so it's it's um, it's a balancing act, and um, I, I think there's just so much money out there. There's definitely endorsements. As you build up your buzz, the the number of avenues of music is limitless. Like Chance the Rapper got what 500k for uh, as an exclusive on um, Apple Music, like that. That's not something he thought that's just money sitting out there waiting for him. As you build your brand, they're going to come with like creative opportunities for you to make bread and for you to stay independent. So, you know, you just have to build your fans. I think just going to the people and getting people that rock with you hmm. is the goal. What would you like to say to your fans, people that rock with you? Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Love you for supporting me. And stay tuned as we're going to keep going. It takes a while. Don't expect for me to be on TV in the next three months, but it could happen too. Like this one song could change your whole entire life. So um, I'm going to keep pushing. I would say, where do you see your career five years from now? Oh, man. I'm I'm just like, I'm looking forward to a Grammy by that time. I'm looking forward to an Oscar by that time. I'm an actress too. Um, I'm looking forward to like a huge songwriter award, maybe ASCAP award or something. And, um, you know, that's that'll be cool, you know. 
That's what I'm working toward. How long you been into acting? Um, I, longer than music. I think like seven years or so. But I kind of put it on the back burner. Like once I started doing music, I like shut down all that modeling and acting. It was like what I could because I felt like I could showcase it too through the music. I felt like I could do like scripts and stuff. Um, for my videos, and so I, you know, I'm think I'm working on um doing like a little mini movie for um for this EP. Um, if not this one, then maybe some future music. But definitely, I'm gonna showcase the acting through the music. All right, so I'm gonna say some names, and you tell me who influenced you the most out of the two names. Okay. All right, I'm gonna start with Remy or Nikki. Uh, oh man, can I? I don't, I want to say can I pick another option from that because like literally um I didn't focus on those two too much my my female rap influences Kim was definitely number one Queen Latifah was a big one and Lauren Hill was like probably the biggest one. What about Foxy? Um, Foxy was cool, but I think I rocked with Kim more than Foxy. I mean, I liked her songs, but I, I definitely was heavy on Kim. Cardi B or Young Ma? Oh, um, I said Cardi. Janet Jackson or Beyonce? Oh, these are hard. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like both of the, the, the pairs that you pick and they're like equals. So it's like, this is good pairing up. Let me see. Uh, I'm saying Beyonce. Hmm. H-Town or Josie? Jodeci. Biggie or Jay-Z? Biggie. Yeah, I knew you was going to say that one. <laughs> All right, I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Cool, cool, cool. You know what? Let me pick two from Remy or Nikki because I picked from everybody else. Um, I'm going to say Nikki. And I, I, I say that because I think my voice is very animated. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not as much as Nikki's, but I definitely like... I think I'm a voice actress and I do like a bunch of different voices, even on my new EP. So I would have to say Nikki. You heard a new song, Remy Ma, that Melanin Magic. With Chris. Yeah, that song tight. She got yeah. hit with that one though. She coming back. Yeah. I, I think that, I think if she didn't like, it'll be completely different if she didn't go to jail. I think that really like kind of yeah. messed her little thing up. But if she didn't go to jail, <laughs> I think everything would have been different, but she like, she trying to come back. Like she trying to come back. Mm-hmm. And having Papoose you know, around is, Papoose is a beast, huh? I was going to say, I think it's room for everybody. Like, I, I almost feel like there's not enough females out for the whole beef situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think women would, would thrive right now, like, working together, even if they didn't like each other. I was going like, to say that. It, that point. I don't know why. It seems like, uh, I don't know. It's just been like that since day one. It always had, Well, it wasn't like that at the beginning because, like you said, it was Queen Latifah, MC Light. They was all yeah, out. But now it one. seems like, like ever since like Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown, it has to be like one. Right. <laughs> yeah, but before it wasn't like that. But now it always it has to be just like one. And then all the other. Oh, and, and shout out to Missy. Let me say that, too, because she's like a heavy influence. And I think, too, like, I've never even seen Missy beef with nobody. Like, she went her whole career. I didn't ever hear of her having no problems with nobody and so i think that's a good look too because like you can you can do it in this industry without 
without problems. I think when there's a lot of us, it's going to always be beef. But I, when it's two, it's like, yo, I want both of y'all to win, quite frankly. So y'all can kick that door open so I can walk through easy. <laughs> what you, do you think about, like, the uh, Iggy Azaleas or the Creshans? What do you think about them chicks? Uh, I think, I think hip-hop can, like, sniff out what's not real and what they don't want to rock with. And... I think if you're faking it, whether it's your accent, whether it's your lifestyle, whether it's your writing, it's going to come out regardless. And you they just deal with it accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So I think just being authentic, no matter whether you think people won't like it or not, just do that. Because like people will like your originality if you don't, regardless of where you're from, what your voice sound like, what you look like, they'll still rock with you. If you dope enough, they're gonna rock with you regardless. So I don't think you have to like put up a fake head. You could just be you. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, wh- you know, whatever. T. What's your social media and everything? Where they hit you up at? Yeah, the best place to start is my official website, TamaraBubble.com. That's T A M A R A B U B B L E. Um, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, um, Periscope. I'm literally everywhere at Tamara Bubble. All one word, no space. T a m a r a b u b b l e and I like I'll answer back. Um, you know, don't DM too much. Like if you comment, I rock with them comments, but them DMs be wild. So I would just say <laughs> comment, keep it cute. <laughs> All right. I so I want to say thanks for politicking with us. Make sure you check us out, polpoliticking.com. Thanks for listening to polpoliticking.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on popolitikin.com, contact us at popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.